Chapter Twenty Five of the King of Elfland's Daughter by Lord Dunsany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Five. Lirazel remembers the fields we know. As the trolls scurried earthwards to laugh at the ways of man, Lirazel stirred where she sat on her father's knee, whose grave and calm on his throne of mist and ice had hardly moved for twelve of our earthly years. She sighed, and the sigh rippled over the fells of dream, and lightly troubled Elfland. And the dawns, and the sunsets, and twilight, and the pale blue glow of stars that are blended together forever to be the light of Elfland, felt a faint touch of sorrow, and all their radiance shook. For the magic that caught these lights, and the spells that bound them together, to illumine forever the land that owes no allegiance to time, were not so strong as a sorrow rising dark from a royal mood of a princess of the elvish line. She sighed, for through her long content, and across the calm of Elfland, there had floated a thought of earth so that in the midmost splendors of elfland of which song can barely tell she called to mind common cowslips and many a trivial weed of the fields we know and walking in those fields she saw in fancy orion upon the other side of the boundary of twilight remote from her by she knew not what waste of years and the magical glories of elfland and its beauty beyond our dreaming and the deep deep calm in which ages slept unhurt unhurried by time and the art of her father that guarded the least of the lilies from fading and the spells by which he made daydreams and yearnings true held her fancy no longer from roving nor contented her any more and so her sigh blew over the magical land and slightly troubled the flowers and her father felt her sorrow and knew that it troubled the flowers and knew that it shook the calm that lay upon elfland though no more than a bird would shake a regal curtain fluttering against its folds when wandering lost upon a summer's night and though he knew too it was but for earth that she sorrowed preferring some mundane way to the midmost glories of elfland as she sat with him on the throne that may only be told of in song yet even this moved nothing in his magical heart but compassion as we might pity a child who in fanes that to us seem sacred might be found to be sighing for some trivial thing and the more that earth seemed to him unworthy of sorrow being soon come soon gone the helpless prey of time an evanescent appearance seen off the coasts of elfland too brief for the graver care of a mind weighted with magic the more he pitied his child for her errant whim that had rashly wandered here and become entangled alas with the things that pass away ah oh, well she was not content he felt no wrath against earth that had lured her fancies away she was not content with the innermost splendors of elfland but she sighed for something more his tremendous art should give it so he raised his right arm up from the thing whereon it rested a part of his mystical throne that was made of music and mirage he raised his right arm up and a hush fell over elfland the great leaves ceased from their murmur through the green deep of the forest 
silent as carven marble were fabulous bird and monster and the brown trolls scampering earthwards all halted suddenly hushed then out of the hush rose little murmurs of yearning little sounds as of longing for things that no songs can say sounds like the voices of tears if each little salt drop could live and be given a voice to tell of the ways of grief then all these little rumours danced gravely into a melody that the master of elfland called up with his magical hand and the melody told of dawn coming up over infinite marshes far away upon earth or some planet that elfland did not know growing slowly out of deep darkness and starlight and bitter cold powerless chilly and cheerless scarce overcoming the stars obscured by shadows of thunder and hated by all things dark enduring growing and glowing until through the gloom of the marshes and across the chill of the air came all in a glorious moment the splendor of color and dawn went onward with this triumphant thing and the blackest clouds turned slowly rose and rode in a sea of lilac and the darkest rocks that had guarded night shone now with a golden glow and when his melody could say no more of this wonder that had forever been foreign to all the elvish dominions then the king moved his hand where he held it high as one might beckon to birds and called up a dawn over elfland luring it from some planet of those that are nearest the sun and fresh and fair though it came from beyond the bourne of geography and out of an age long lost and beyond history's ken a dawn glowed upon elfland that had known no dawn before and the dewdrops of elfland slung from the bended tips of the grasses gathered in that dawn to their tiny spheres and held there shining and wonderful that glory of skies such as ours the first they had ever seen and the dawn grew strangely and slowly over those unwanted lands pouring upon them the colors that day after day our daffodils and day after day our wild roses through all the weeks of their season drink deep with voluptuous assemblies in utterly silent riot and a gleam that was new to the forest appeared on the long strange leaves and shadows unknown to elfland slipped out from the monstrous tree boles and stole over grasses that had not dreamed of their advent and the spires of that palace perceiving a wonder less lovely indeed than they yet knew that the stranger was magic and uttered an answering gleam from their sacred windows that flashed over elvish fells like an inspiration and mingled a flush of rose with the blue of the elfin mountains and watchers on wonderful peaks that gazed from their crags for ages lest from earth or from any star should come a stranger to elfland saw the first blush of the sky as it felt the coming of dawn and raised their horns and blew that call that warned elfland against a stranger and the guardians of savage valleys lifted horns of fabulous bulls and blew the call again in the dark of their awful precipices and echo carried it on from the monstrous marble faces of rocks that repeated the call to all their barbarous company so elfland rang with the warning that a strange thing troubled her coasts and to the land thus expectant 
thus watchful with magical sabres elate along lonely crags summoned from blackened scabbards by those horns to repel an enemy dawn came now wide now golden the old old wonder we know and the palace with every marvel and with all its charms and enchantments flashed out of its ice-blue radiance a glory of welcome or rivalry adding to elfland a splendour of which only song may say it was then that the elfin king moved his hand again where he held it high by the crystal spires of his crown and waved away through the walls of his magical palace and showed to lirizel the unmeasured leagues of his kingdom and she saw by magic for so long as his fingers made that spell the dark green forests and all the fells of elfland and the solemn pale blue mountains and the valleys that weird folk guarded and all the creatures of fable that crept in the dark of huge leaves and the riotous trolls as they scampered away towards earth she saw the watchers lift their horns to their lips while there flashed a light on the horns that was the proudest triumph of the hidden art of her father the light of a dawn lured over unthinkable spaces to appease his daughter and comfort her whims and recall her fancies from earth she saw the lawns whereon time had idled for centuries withering not one bloom of all the boundary of flowers and the new light coming upon the lawns she loved through the heavy colour of elfland gave them a beauty that they had never known until dawn made this boundless journey to meet the enchanted twilight and all the while there glowed and flashed and glittered those palace spires of which only song may tell from that bewildering beauty he turned his eyes away and looked in his daughter's face to see the wonder with which she would welcome her glorious home as her fancies came back from the fields of age and death whither alas they had wandered and though her eyes were turned to the elfin mountains whose mystery and whose blue they strangely matched yet as the elf king looked in those eyes for which alone he had lured the dawn so far from its natural courses he saw in their magical deeps a thought of earth a thought of earth though he had lifted his arm and made a mystical sign with all his might to bring a wonder to elfland that should content her with home and all his dominions had exulted in this and the watchers on awful crags had blown strange calls and monster and insect and bird and flower had rejoiced with a new joy and there in the centre of elfland his daughter thought of earth had he shown her any wonder but dawn he might have lured home that fancy but in bringing this exotic beauty to elfland to blend with its ancient wonders he awoke memories of morning coming over fields that he knew not and lirizel played in fancy in fields once more with orion where grew the unenchanted earthly flowers amongst the english grasses is it not enough he said in his strange rich magical voice and pointed across his wide lands with the fingers that summoned wonder she sighed it was not enough and sorrow came upon that enchanted king he had only his daughter and she sighed for earth 
there had been once a queen that had reigned with him over elfland but she was mortal and being mortal died for she would often stray to the hills of earth to see the may again or to see the beech woods in autumn and though she stayed but a day when she came to the fields we know and was back in the palace beyond the twilight before our sun had set yet time found her whenever she came and so she wore away and soon she died in elfland for she was only a mortal and wandering elves had buried her as one buries the daughters of men and now the king was all alone with his daughter and she had just sighed for earth sorrow was on him but out of the dark of that sorrow arose as often with men and went up singing out of his mourning mind an inspiration gleaming with laughter and joy he stood up then and raised up both his arms and his inspiration broke over elfland in music and with the tide of that music there went like the strength of the sea an impulse to rise and dance which none in elfland resisted gravely he waved his arms and the music floated from them and all that stalked through the forest and all that crept upon leaves all that leaped among craggy heights or browsed upon acres of lilies all things in all manner of places yea the sentinel guarding his presence the lonely mountain watchers and the trolls as they scampered towards earth all danced to a tune that was made of the spirit of spring arrived on an earthly morning amongst happy herds of goats and the trolls were very near to the frontier now their faces already puckered to laugh at the ways of men they were hurrying with all the eagerness of small vain things to be over the twilight that lies between elfland and earth now they went forward no longer but only glided in circles and intricate spirals dancing some such dance as the gnats in summer evenings dance over the fields we know and grave monsters of fable in deeps of the ferny forest danced minuets that witches had made of their whims and their laughter long ago long ago in their youth before cities had come to the world and the trees of the forest heavily lifted slow roots out of the ground and swayed upon them uncouthly and then danced as on monstrous claws and the insects danced on huge waving leaves and in the dark of long caverns weird things in enchanted seclusion rose out of their age-long sleep and danced in the damp and beside the wizard king stood swaying slightly to the rhythm that had set dancing all magical things the princess lirazel with that faint gleam on her face that shone from a hidden smile <laughs> for she secretly smiled forever at the power of her great beauty and all in a sudden moment the elf king raised one hand higher and held it high and stilled all that dancing in elfland and gripped by a sudden awe all magical things and sent over elfland a melody all made of notes he had caught from wandering inspirations that sing and stray through limpid blue beyond our earthly coasts and all the land lay deep in the magic of that strange music and the wild things that earth had guessed at and the things hidden even from legend were moved to sing age-old songs that their memories had forgotten 
and fabulous things of the air were lured downwards out of great heights and emotions unknown and unthought of troubled the calm of elfland the flood of music beat with wonderful waves against the slopes of the grave blue elfin mountains till their precipices uttered strange bronze-like echoes on earth no noise was heard of music or echo not a note came through the narrow border of twilight not a sound not a murmur elsewhere those notes ascended and passed like rare strange moths through all the fields of heaven and hummed like untraceable memories about the souls of the blessed and the angels heard that music but were forbidden to envy it and though it came not to earth and though never our fields have heard the music of elfland yet there were then as there have been in every age lest despair should overtake the peoples of earth those that make songs for the need of our grief and our laughter and even they heard never a note from elfland across the border of twilight that kills their sound but they felt in their minds the dance of those magical notes and wrote them down and earthly instruments played them then and never till then have we heard the music of elfland for a while the elf-king held all things that owed him allegiance and all their desires and wonders and fears and dreams floating drowsy on tides of music that was made of no sounds of earth but rather of that dim substance in which the planets swim with many another marvel that only magic knows and then as all elfland was drinking the music in as our earth drinks in soft rain he turned again to his daughter with that in his eyes that said what land is so fair as ours and she turned towards him to say here is my home for ever her lips were parted to say it and love was shining in the blue of her elfin eyes she was stretching her fair hands out towards her father when they heard the sound of the horn of a tired hunter wearily blowing by the border of earth end of chapter twenty five lirazel remembers the fields we know